you know, if you're going to go after something that's difficult to obtain, part of it is, you know, having something to prove because of that confidence you have in yourself. What is good, everybody? I'm Michael Zakhan, founder and creator of Our Future. We're a business media brand delivering exclusive insights and career advice for you, the listener, to unlock your future. And today I'm joined by Marcos. Oh, Marcos was the first student from University of Cincinnati to land into Boston Consulting Group. That's BCG. So Marcos, when you were a freshman at University of Cincinnati, how did you go about finding other students who had worked in consulting to talk to if there weren't that many who went to your school? You know, how did you how did you kind of find those people that that had those the, those experiences you could learn from? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it is. It was quite scarce, but um, I think as you just develop a network, you you know learn of people. You learn of people in different industries. Being the business school, you know, I'd start to hear from people here and there. Um, but I still didn't. Um, I didn't know those people. So most of the time, I would try to have a friend. You know, kind of refer me, uh, or even just looking up LinkedIn. You know, I would LinkedIn message uh, an upperclassman. You know, tell them who I am. Say I'm interested. Would love to have a conversation. Um, and then actually while I was a freshman, uh, something I did is, you know, I'd always tell them, Hey, I'll swipe you into a dining hall. Little tip for tat. You know, if you can provide value to someone else, they're uh, very much more likely. I mean, if just think about it from a podcast angle, you know, you feature someone on the podcast, they share their advice. It's kind of a win-win. So being able to identify win-wins and, and the tip for tat thing is good as a, a scrappy young networker. So when was that first moment when you couldn't stop thinking about consulting? When was that moment when you were like, this is what I want? I'm going to grind for this bag. When did that realization hit you? Well, I, I learned of consulting uh, at the end of my freshman year and it sounded cool. You know, it was problem solving, but it, you know, it was also very relational, very collaborative working with people. I was like, that fits me. Um, and over that summer after freshman year, I just started uh, pretty much studying it, just looking up articles, reading on, you know, what's it take to get in, reading about the case interview, the lifestyle, the perks, the exit opportunities and you know it just seemed fantastic and the more i learned the more i was like this is me right like this is <laughs> yeah. a, learn this is this is where um it fits my you know my passions but i think also my strengths and then it's also just a great foundation uh for a career to get moving and i knew that uh this would be a good place to kind of put all my eggs you know put them all in one basket and see how it turns out yeah so was it like a you know charlie in the chocolate factory type moment when you saw the email, like when he found the golden chocolate bar that would get him to Willy Wonka. Was it like that kind of moment you ran out into the street and showed everyone on the street the email that BCG invited you to interview? Is that how it went? Yeah, 100% a uh, golden bar in the for Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You know, I was sitting, uh, I was actually working in Nashville. I was working for PwC at the time. Uh, and I was in a, a meeting and you know, towards the end of the afternoon. And you know, I looked down at my phone, it says BCG. And I'm like, that's, you know, that's interesting. Uh, and I read it. I was like, Hey, and then, you know, that's when I got the news. I got an interview and I was, uh, that was probably the, the high point. I think that was, I think I was more excited just about getting the interview because it proved, I guess that it was possible than, uh, getting the offer. Yeah. And it was not something to shout about cause it was, it was not a done deal. Right. Right. It was that first, first rung of the ladder the job offer. So, you know, we got to work immediately on getting the case, accelerating the pace of learning the case, getting the right mentors in place. Uh, letting them know so that they could advise me and uh, start preparing uh, for that interview. What, and, and you you interned at BCG already, right? So what what was that experience like? Yeah, I interned at BCG already. I don't know if I can provide a ton of 
uh, input or experience because it was during COVID. It was this past summer. Right, so right. Uh, it was virtual. Um, it was great. I think they did a great job pivoting. Um, I was, you know, at my parents' house in the same room that I grew up in uh, doing this internship. But I think they made, they did everything they could to create social connections, networking, while also giving a uh, a real case experience. And it, you know, it was, it was great. For sure. As yeah. well as it could. Yeah. You know, we've, we've brought on some partners from, from BC, sorry, not BCG yet, uh, McKinsey and Bain. And they've talked about how they used to have these like specific offices designed for, you know, each kind of locale or sector. But now with Zoom, they're able to shop out an analyst from any one point in the world who would be the brightest mind to work on that one case. So I think for the industry at large, there are advantages. But then again, I know there is a kind of a fantasy about the industry that you get to travel, you get to be a young person that's seeing the world. So there's two sides to look at it. Um, mm -hmm. Nevertheless, there's certainly been some innovation in the sector uh, we've seen in, in recent months and, and since the pandemic started. Marcos, we got to talk about your favorite consulting buzzword, man. What, what, what is it? It's a, there's, a, there's a language of, of its own in those, in those buildings. What, what, what was your favorite? Yeah, there's definitely a language. Uh, there's a lot of buzzwords. So my favorite was the word aligned. Uh, <laughs> almost every meeting, which, you know, you're having tons of meetings per day with your case team and, you know, individual people, they'd say, let's, you know, let's hop, let's hop on or hop on uh 15 offline to get aligned on that or let's get aligned aligned here, make sure we're aligned with the client. And um, at first I didn't even want to say it. Like I didn't want to, yeah. I almost felt like I was going to the dark side, but you know, eventually you kind of jump on the ship uh, and get going with it. So Marcos, are we aligning right now? You think we're aligned? <laughs> we're aligned. I, I don't know, because it's not like we're working on something together. Okay. I mean, I guess, but okay. yeah, I'd say we're aligned on it. All right. Maybe you can give me an honorary line since we're not pushing out PowerPoints here. Um, so, so Marcos, before we get to kind of your, your last kind of broad piece of career advice to someone going into consulting, uh, tell us a bit about the case interview practice process for you. Yeah, I look at it as kind of a three or four month process with the first couple of months, just kind of getting yourself familiarized with the case. You know, there's a couple of books out there. Uh, I personally read Case Interview Secrets by Victor sure, Chang. Sure. Uh, reading up on it, Victor Chang, um, he's a famous kind of case resource advisor, has a couple of um, audio files called Look Over My Shoulder. You know, just listening okay. to them and that kind of back and forth with how a case works, uh, just getting yourself familiarized is the first couple months. Then once you get past that point, you want to dive in like practice is perfect. This is, you know, this is a very creative, like in the moment kind of performance base, right? Okay. You can't rise the case. Like you just have to perform. You got to be able to work under pressure. You got to let them throw questions at you and try to uh, make you uncomfortable. And the best way to do that is still practice. So practice as much as you can get a case buddy um, and get going. I do think, you know, about 20 is probably a minimum uh, good amount. Um, I think once you get past 30, 35, 40, you start to become a robot. You want to be very creative in the case. Okay. Uh, but a case buddy and using that last kind of month and a half to line out all those cases, um, doing about three to four a week. Uh, a couple of tips I was given was, you know, have a notebook um, from each case. And when you're the person giving you a case ends it and gives you feedback, write down that feedback. And then right before you go in the interview, you can look back on all that feedback and kind of see the trends that you've developed and, you know, kind of weaker points uh, that you can be prepared for going into the case. Sure. Um, that's a great piece of advice. Yeah, that's kind of the process uh, I went about it. I think the, the other last tip I would say is just reading cases really helps with building that business knowledge. Mm -hmm. 
especially if you're not a business major, you might need to pick up on the lingo. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the people who've come on uh, for consulting success have said, you know, just read the Wall Street Journal, you know, read the Morning Brew, you know, read a variety of, of publications just to familiarize yourselves with the terms being used. You know, we talked about lingo, uh, but also the big trends that are shaping the market. And that could certainly kind of make its way into the the thought process you use in the case interview. It's, uh, it's all good stuff to just be educated and to be absorbing a lot of knowledge. Uh, so Marcos, as we round this thing out, let's talk about the mindset necessary for someone to land a top offer from a non-target school. I mean, I think, you know, if you're going to go after something that's difficult to obtain, uh, you got to be ready to work. You got to know it's what you want and you got to have a chip on the shoulder, right? Part of it is, you know, having something to prove because of that confidence you have in yourself, but it's going to be a lot more difficult. You're going to have to strategize quite a bit more. Um, think you're going to have to have a vision and think out uh, quite a bit more with consulting specific. For me, it was, you know, knowing my freshman year, like, I think I want to put my, all my eggs in this basket, planning to have a consulting internship, planning to have, you know, different internships that were going to be attractive, getting a brand name like PwC on my resume, uh, investing in the correct leadership positions on campus, you know, creating a consulting club was big for me, um, doing a lot of networking, um, and then, you know, understanding, you know, what's your value prop going into an interview? What are you going to bring to the table um, that they can get um, that they're not going to get from, you know, the classic target school kid. Um, and I think part for me was that chip on the shoulder. It was a unique story. Um, you know, I was an athlete in college um, and I think I bring all those components, um, but it's going to be vision, but it's, you got to believe in yourself. You got to be ready to work. Self-belief baby network network, you know, we're young, we don't have networks, we can continue to build networks, learn the art of a network, network every networking, uh, every time you talk to someone, it's an interview, they're interviewing, is this person worth my time? Should I help them? Do I like them? Um, and it's an art to be able to kind of weave, uh, create that and create that impression that shows that you are worth that time, and you are a solid candidate. And it just comes from practice, you know, knowing how to prepare, knowing how to talk, but, or what you don't know, you don't know. And you can find that out through networking. Awesome interview, man. Give me some kind of, you got a, a, a sparkling water next to you or something, bro. Let's cheers it up. Here's to your success. Let's go uh, a water bottle and okay. from our employer BCG right I'm here. A, boom. That's All a right. wrap. Lock that in, baby. Lock that in. That's hype. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Marcos all sharing his winner's mindset and how he landed his dream job from a school that is not considered a target for the company that he wanted to work for. An awesome consulting interview. You can go back and listen to more great consulting success interviews. We've also interviewed partners in consulting. So if this field is for you, check it out. We've also posted some great consulting content on TikTok and Instagram. So be checking our stuff out there. If you want more inspiration, you know, fuel your fire on the daily basis. We'll be in your feed. We'll be there producing amazing content. Just want to say, hope you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It means the world to me, and it really does help. Every single one of those reviews counts up. So thank you very much. If you've left us a review, really hope that if you haven't yet, you can find some time to do that. Have an extremely amazing Christmas. I know it's Christmas Eve today. Hope Santa visits all of you. Hope it's the real Santa and not just Jeff Bezos, but uh, have an amazing holiday, and I'll be back with more insane content this upcoming week. I'm going ham, guys. I'm going ham. Merry Christmas. Stay frosty.